0: From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. All right, welcome to another episode of the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakelink here. Matt Doan is here as well as usual. How are you doing, Matt? Yes. Hello, Eric. Hello, our listener. Or should I say listeners?
1: It is great <laughs> to be with you here today.
0: I do have a I do listen to a podcast that actually refers to it as listener when they say they, they talk to the people. They say listener. And this is like some podcast that has probably millions of listeners, but they joke like so listener. And so that's how they refer to. It. You know.
1: Well, maybe in our case, it could be appropriate because we asked last week, we mm-hmm. said, um, if, if you want to win some tickets to Ren Collective, the concert that's happening here the first week of December yes. at Calvary, send an email to podcast.calvarylife.org. That's we right. said the seventh email <laughs> we would select as the winner. And I guess my big question for you is, did we get up to seven emails in our
0: pod, podcast.calvarylife.org? In so box? we actually got eight emails oh really so the person uh that wins this is the seventh email responded yes (laughs) here's the thing should i should i reveal the winner or sort of like the punchline to the joke now (laughs) let's work this out (laughs) i don't know what uh i I think we're all wondering who won so all right so the big winner of the ren collective tickets to Tickets to the Ren Collective concert. Which, by
1: the way, we don't know if we can actually deliver. No, we
0: don't know if we can deliver. So we'll, like, I don't know. We'll just have to, like, give you money or something. We'll
1: do something. (laughs) No, not
0: money. We'll, uh... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, we'll open. The, I've got a, I've got a key to the worship we center. We
1: actually need par- parking <laughs> attendants that night. Yeah, you can volunteer. So they, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. We didn't say what else you had to do to earn these tickets. So the big winner is. Yes. The seventh emailer. Seventh emailer. Curtis Yates. Curtis Yates. Yes. Wow. Curtis, congratulations. Yeah. Very proud. Curtis has done uh, an incredible job of be- being the lucky seventh email. Yes. Now here's the the punchline of the joke of the way he was able to achieve this. How? We have received a total of eight emails okay. ever okay. on uh, podcast at calvarylife.org. Yes. And all eight of those emails are from Curtis Yates. <laughs> and all eight of those emails were sent on October 7th. <laughs> That's called
1: flooding the ballot box. Yeah, right yeah, he did.
0: He went hard. And he, he won, though. Uh, it's incredible. It's a really great job. The seventh email. <laughs> What, the what it, subject line oh, no, is. I'm, I'm
1: really nervous because Curtis is, if you know him, has a great sense of humor. So this could be
0: wonderful or scary. Yeah. The subject line is, how can you stand to watch that much soccer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast, Eric tends to slip in soccer uh, almost every episode. So that's wonderful. Yeah.
0: So congratulations to Curtis. We might do some of the rest of our mailbag questions later, which are okay. all from Curtis. <laughs> uh, but it, it might be more of an end of the episode kind of thing because sure. I think we should get into our topic for the Today, sounds great, which is we value generosity. Yes. Yeah. So that we would live sufficiently and give extravagantly. I love that. We heard a message from Bob Shank, um, this last Sunday about generosity and, uh, a lot of stuff that we can kind of mull over and talk through from within that as well as though, I think we just really want to get into how, like, what does this mean to be generous? How can we live yes. this kind of generous life and chat about that? Cause we're You know, I mean, we might, it's a little different today because tip so far, all of these that we've done, I think have Mm -hmm. either been, I've preached on it or you've preached on it. Right. So it's, um, different, I guess, to today where it's not that. So we're not here to do like a critique as much on, you know, the sermon as I might want to do to you or you want to do. Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. Well, I would, I would even add to that, that, um, generosity is a topic that as a, as a Christian leader, I feel like I need to grow in, um in a couple of ways. One is even just by example of being more generous, um, financially yeah. with my lifestyle time. Um, but also I think even just teaching on it, I'm, I'm kind of weak to be honest in, hmm. um, in my teaching on generosity. Probably part of that is, um, I don't know. I it's just, it's just a, it's a topic that I tend to, um, kind of get scared of cause you're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to offend anybody right, or that right. kind of thing. What do you think is um,
0: the hardest topic for you to preach on of any topic, any Bible book Ooh. passage or topic?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I, or revelation. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, I was
0: going to call it, uh, predictive eschatology. That sounds like a big word, but like (laughs) teaching on end time stuff, but like in a way that makes predictions, Yeah, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So yeah,
1: so end times and finances are typically hard things for pastors to talk about because you do a lot of research. You have to really know what you're talking about. You have to be careful you don't, Say something that you actually yeah, is biblical, right. so I'm kind of in that boat today,
0: right? Right, because really the bottom line is people need to give all their money to the church, <laughs> and they the end times and Jesus is coming back in three weeks in two days.
1: Okay, you heard it here first,
0: <laughs> listener.
1: You heard this here first on the Calvary Life Podcast. Yes, I got to tell you a great story though from yesterday. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to name the name, but a guy in our church emailed me after the service Mm and the panic. And he said, Matt, please call me right away. It was actually a text message. So I call him when I have time and we talk and he goes, Matt, I was so inspired by the message that I ended up wanting to give 50 bucks to the adoption fund. (laughs) I accidentally, when I typed in the number, I did it online. I did a couple extra zeros by unintentional consequences and it's 5,000. I just (laughs) gave 5,000 to our adoption fund here at Calvary. And I said, I don't see what the problem is. Lord's will. <laughs> Lord's, Lord's will. <laughs> will. God has spoken. And so we were laughing about that. Um we were able to kind of reverse uh, that mistake, but then it was cool. He texted me later that night and said, "You know what? God's been working on my heart all day. I want to give 500." So Whoa. I thought that was just cool. So it's not about, you know, who he gave it to or what, no. but it was just the fact that God had him on a journey. Yeah, wow.
0: That's an intense journey. Can you imagine if you did that on accident to something where you felt embarrassed or something to like say? (laughs) Like, right. I don't know. I'd be so nervous. Well, I was at Uh. um, a
1: fundraiser um, for a nonprofit, and they actually said, okay, we're asking one donor in this room to give a million dollars. Someone stand up right now. And I just had this moment of like, what if you just accidentally just stood up? You're like, like oh! you are going to the bathroom or <laughs> right, something? Right, yeah. and everyone starts <laughs> cheering for you, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> the good news for me, though, is that uh, that check would
0: never cash off, Yeah, so. exactly. I was at a fundraiser. I probably shouldn't say like anything about the, the venue or what it was for, but it wasn't something here. And I was at this fundraiser, and the people running the fundraiser had asked me to raise a paddle when, so they were doing this thing where they say, you know, uh, just, they were just asking for donations. It was yes. an auction. And then they said, Hey, anybody that would give $50, raise your paddle now, a hundred dollars, okay. raise your paddle now. And then they, you know, they'd mark it down kind okay. of a thing, but they wanted, um, somebody had phoned in that they were willing to give $10,000. Oh, wow. And so they wanted those sort of like the momentum in the room, like to kind of get people hyped sure. up, you know, cause yeah. somebody was giving 10,000, but it's just sort of like, if nobody knew they wanted to build some of that excitement. Right. And so when they got to 10,000, I raise the paddle. What? Yeah, so I raised they said well, you raise the paddle when it gets to 10,000. So I was like sure, sure, sure. And so I raised yeah. the paddle at 10,000 and my phone just started blowing up because people knew, <laughs> some people knew me at this thing and they were like, what in the world? How are you giving 10,000? How, can, 10, you How yeah. can you afford that or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. I was just doing that. So I kind of feel bad about doing that now.
1: <laughs> you primed the pump.
0: Yeah. I know. I, I know. And it was a real donation, but I feel a little bit like I probably, that feels like, I don't know if okay. I should have done This that. is a confessional
1: yes. as well as a podcast. So that's okay.
0: Um, yeah, but, but that's where stuff gets weird too with money, yes. right? Like sometimes yes. money gets weird. It does. And so we talk about it and we want to be real about it, but it's like such a hard topic because I mean, I think a, obviously because like money is important and mm-hmm. we need money to live and survive. And, but then B is because the church has really done a lot of wrong when it mm-hmm. comes to how the big C church, well, maybe Calvary too. Sure. Sure. I'm sure both. Um, and I mean, yeah, with wrong of how we've handled. I mean, Calvary, we used to do we, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but, like, um, we used to put people's, people's names and how much they gave that year in the bulletin. Wait, or wait. In when, the annual report. When did that happen? This is like... Long time ago, days. I don't know. Like 40s, 50s? Definitely before I got here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, like, I, yeah, I mean, 50, yeah, 40, 50 years ago. Calvary's sure. been around for 90 years, so. Yeah. But yeah, would put, like, the, the annual report would come out, and it would not just have people's names, or it was almost like the, the directory kind of a thing. Wow. And at the bottom of the directory, at the bottom of their name, it would say how much they gave that year.
1: Interesting.
0: Isn't that crazy? Should,
1: should we bring that back?
0: Yeah, probably. Okay.
1: It feels like best practices. Okay. <laughs> The seventh emailer that emails us
0: <laughs> will uh, we'll be exempt. From will that. be exempt from that rule. We'll have it say something really high. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> they can raise their paddle with ten thousand. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. Money it does
1: weird things to people. No, you yeah. think about families, um, like when a parent, an elderly parent, passes away, uh-huh. and there's like an inheritance, or they have to split um, some type of finances, and the siblings it can it can mess people up in yeah. that way. Uh, you see people. Uh, salesmen cut corners to make an extra buck. Yeah, um, there's just all kinds of things that money does that hurts relationships, hurts people, yeah. and ultimately hurts the witness of the Christian. Yep. And so I think we're sensitive to all those things. Probably why it's even hard for me at sometimes to talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. even as we referenced yesterday, money is connected to your heart, isn't it? Absolutely. There's, there's something about a revelation of your heart when it comes to how you view generosity finances.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And the fact that even the Bible would speak about money as a idol, you know, or, or as a false God mammon, yeah. and it's this like competing God. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's huge too. Right. And so like, we know that this is an important issue. We know it's a very biblical thing to be thinking about both, both because there's a couple things. And we've talked about, we talked about this even before we started recording of just look, there's giving to the church, there's giving to um, Christian kingdom-minded ministries that are outside of the church, and then there's also like just living generously, right? And they're they're all important, yes, right? All three of those things are important. I'm sure there's more things, but I mean that kind of generally covers it, right? Mm-hmm. That we and so we just really want to make sure from our heart as pastors. And I think the two primary teaching pastors yeah. here at Calvary is what, um, what we care about is, is all of it. Yes. And what we care about is your heart yes. and that giving to the church does matter, right. <laughs> and, uh, both in a sense of worshipfulness and this, like something between you and the Lord, mm-hmm. but also it's like a needed thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, there's like, this stuff doesn't happen You know, there's Mm -hmm. like some practicality around that. That's not why we give, but Mm -hmm. that's a real thing too. And so just to say that none of us are here getting rich off of it or anything. We are super against that whole mentality or that whole health wealth gospel or preachers or televangelists or whatever that say like, you got to give here into this thing. And then I will, you know, I'll pray for you or I'll bless you in this way or God will bless you in this way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, um, it was, But like so, some of the stuff yesterday, so even thinking through the sermon yesterday, I don't know how you were even challenged by this sense of um, there's this... Principle that Bob was speaking of that was give, like, we are to, there's like this 10% tithe thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of theories about, like, different people have different sort of philosophies about the tithe. Right. Let I me mean, just sort of, I'll just give the framework of this and then we'll get into some of the details. So, but there was this, uh, and so we'll talk about the tithe. But then there was this thing of an offering above the tithe. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's hard because some of this stuff's not as, like, super clear of just, well, actually in first Corinthians, you know, right. 45, two, it says, (laughs) which doesn't exist, but like in first Corinthians 45, two, it says you must exactly give 10% and then you also should give above that to receive blessing. It's like, it's not quite as clear. And so, but we build principles based on what we see in both old Testament and new Testament Mm -hmm. practices. Right. Yeah. yeah, And there's the idea of the first fruits, uh, with the covenant people of
1: Yahweh. So nation of Israel was. Called to give the first fruits, and there was a little bit of pain with that. There was sacrifice involved in that because totally. it was the first of your crops. It was the potential best of your land. It yeah. was it was giving something that was precious and valuable to you. But it was reminding you that number one, it was all from God. <laughs> that mm-hmm. God was the one that even gave you the fruit and mm-hmm. the land in the first place. And then secondly, He was reminding you that you belong to God too. So yeah. I love those principles, and so I I think yeah. Does Jesus reaffirm the 10%? Not necessarily, but he also doesn't say, yeah, do away with it either. Yeah, 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 go ahead. I was going (laughs)
0: to say, he more says, give everything of yourself. Right, right. kind of
1: ups the ante in a sense. Yeah, Jesus
0: is, I mean, especially to his actual disciples, the the 12. I mean, he says, sell everything, give everything, bail, leave, leave it all, leave your family and follow me. I mean, he says, leave everything. Take
1: up your cross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, so I, th- I think there's that principle throughout the scriptures that you can say, yeah, it's not this one verse that just tells us how, okay, give mm-hmm. me exactly, is it gross, is it net, Yeah. is yeah. it to the local church, is it yeah. to missions, yeah. what is it? But it's really God wants us to acknowledge that it's from Him, Yep. Um, our time, our talents, our treasure, to use the T's.
0: <laughs> no, those um, are good though, good T's. Uh,
1: and it's from Him, and we're called to submit those things to Him.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. And it was interesting. Um, so, well, oh, I don't want to get too distracted by that, but, but so tithe and then an offering. And so there was this kind of sense of like the tithe is like your basic obedience mm-hmm. and then it becomes generosity after that. Right. And I think in a principle sense, that's actually really interesting because mm-hmm. yeah, like anything in the scriptures, it's like, there are, commands from God or there are, there, there's the level of obedience. Right. And so a lot of times like the level of obedience, I don't know, I think about that in other relationships, let's say, or like your kids or me to my own parents or something, you know, in my life where if I just do the things they say to do and don't do the things they say, they don't, they say to not do. Right. That's good. But when I went like above and said, Hey, let me do the dishes tonight, mom. Mm-hmm. You know, or or let me clean this out, dad, or whatever that would be, that would feel like generosity. Cause it uh-huh. wasn't just doing what you're told. Right. Right? Like that's above, it feels like above and beyond the right. obedience level. Yeah. So know. kids, yeah. You heard this. Go do the dishes tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. As you're offering. <laughs> uh. And then it's like, you know, we're you know, we, we don't have like a, in our home, you know, our home life, we, we just have shared duties. Right. So mm-hmm. like, we all have certain things that we tend to, to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's uh, and kind of an interesting, you know, thing in that way. But like, if I were to do a thing that B normally does, yeah. you know, that would be going above. Right. Right.
1: Like, right. so. But it's again, it's, it's a heart for all. Right. So if, if using that kind of family analogy, if I pulled my family together and said, okay, Um, it's my act of obedience to spend, um, this hour with you. And it's what I do every week. It's just what I'm doing to honor God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then if things go well, I may give like an extra hour and like, but I I think my family, anyone would look at that like, well, no, I don't want just your act of, you know, robotic obedience. I want your heart in that first hour too. And so I think again... Whether it's a tithe and it's like, okay, I'm giving my 10% of it, active obedience, but again, it's my heart that wants to just say, this is from God and I want to please God with it. Mm-hmm. And then the offering, the same thing. Yeah. So it's like at times, yeah, I think you can split them, but it's really, it's, it's both. It's yeah. just saying, God, you have it all. Yep. What do you want me to do with it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point that it's like, God doesn't say give a grudging tithe and a, cheer, <laughs> and a cheerful offering. It's, that's kind of what, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you just, you said in one sentence what I was trying to
1: say. 15, no, no, I get but, it.
0: We're working it out here. This, yeah. we said that we are workshopping this stuff yes, here. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. And then, so the tithe is something like we see sort of all over the old Testament mm-hmm. and, um, and it's like you said it's not like how you see again just it repeated 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 in the new right um, but it does seem like a help like i don't know i don't know what to do sometimes so it's just like a helpful yes like tool to say okay what lord what should i do like what would, what would, what totally. i don't know god doesn't just have all these things where it was this principle yeah. throughout this whole old testament right but and it's like in in tons of places not just like some one off mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and um so it seems like okay, Lord, I want to try to have that be something I'm thinking about mm-hmm. um, when it comes to giving. But again, this is all more than more than just giving. I, and I should take just a moment to to talk about a little something. I did talk to uh, Bob Shank um, even today a little bit about some parts of his sermon because even he like was wanting to clarify uh-huh. uh, something that was said in there. And so we're even gonna we're recording this before we'll like send something out. But just like there was this line in there where he said something along the lines of, um, if you pray every day, but don't give every week, God doesn't hear your prayers. Mm -hmm. And that's like, whoa, 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 what? Like kind of, you know, some flags could start going up for people and and they should. And from Bob's heart. And so like a lot of people have some different opinions on some of this stuff too. Uh Yeah. But like from Bob's heart, it's no, 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 it's, um, what he wishes he like, what, what he wants to clarify even in there. And just had a good talk about it today, but it was just that as you are like asking God for blessings, like if you're a person that's just constantly if you're just like, Lord, please give me this, give me this, give me this. Mm-hmm. And you don't give, mm-hmm. then God is not going to want to grant those blessings in that, in that mm-hmm. kind of way, which is more of this sort of Malachi style of, talking about this subject, which mm-hmm. even some people would disagree with that. Right. Which mm-hmm. is okay. And we're all like, again, I think we're kind of trying to work this out a little bit. I don't, sure. I don't want to have like some assumption that I'm going to have a hundred percent certainty on almost anything other right. than maybe the deity of Christ and his grace <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the, the prodigal, when he ran back to the father, the father didn't have some conditions for right. his return, at least um, in the story, we don't see any conditions uh, right. He just welcomes them back. And I think uh, it is a little nerve wracking when we start putting conditions on how God receives us because mm-hmm. we do live in the covenant of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you see, I, I see my own life when I've had sin issues in my life, just camping out in my life. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't just fit, um, impact one area of my life. It mm-hmm. impacts everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think even Bob's heart on that and, and what our heart would be is that, mm-hmm. yeah, if if you're not being generous financially with your time, with the way that God's wired you with gifts and talents, mm-hmm. if you're holding some of that back, mm-hmm. um, then that impacts everything, impacts your relationship with God, impacts yep. your relationship with people. I mean, it's, it, it's all connected.
0: Right. Right. It is. It's interesting to you, I think a lot, I've been reading you know, like my sort of daily Bible reading has had me through, um, it actually has me in Judges right now. And there's that cycle in the book of Judges where you see the people of Israel, they, everything's like going good for them. Yeah. And then they start abandoning God. Right. And they, as they abandon God and start worshiping these false idols, they're worshiping Baal and Astra and all these other gods. Then all of a sudden you see, they start getting like, beat up by the Mm -hmm. other countries Mm -hmm. and the Midianites, the Moabites, you know, the Ammonites, all these other countries start destroying them and oppressing them. And then they realize this is happening kind of thing. And they realize, Oh, we forgot about God. And then they Mm -hmm. cry out to God and then God sends them a deliverer. Mm -hmm. And then, so then God delivers them. And then it like, and then they're doing good and then repeat cycle. And it just goes over and over and over again. So God keeps, being willing to deliver them. Mm-hmm. But you also see in there, yeah. this is what's so hard. Like, cause I don't, I don't believe in a health wealth gospel. Okay. Like no. you pray, give like whatever God will then give you money. Yeah. You know, we flat out reject that. Yeah. Flat out reject that. But there's something there. There are negative consequences to not following the ways of God. Yes. Right. Yes. And so you see this in that judges cycle where they, yep. you know, they do that again and again and they're, their physical life is not going well for them as yep. they start to go the other way. Yeah. Now it's hard to process this in like today, you know, cause why, and even in the scriptures you see like, Lord, why do evil people prosper? Mm-hmm. You know, why do the wicked prosper? And so mm-hmm. sometimes you see the wicked prosper yeah. as well. And so then is that a symbol of God's blessing upon them? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't think so. But we also do see, like, ne- I guess, just in my sense of negative consequences yeah. to not following the ways of God.
1: Yeah, there seems to be a, a reap and sow principle,
0: right? Ultimately,
1: like, you look at some of the the oligarchs uh, in Eastern Europe who are just making their money off of organized crime, yeah. and um, and yet living such lavish lifestyles. Yeah, there's a reaping and sowing yeah. of that, apart from the intervention of God in their lives, right? right. So. Um, you do tend to see that in life and Proverbs and Psalm talk a lot about that. Like, oh, how come this person is having such blessings yet living so apart from God, Yeah. but ultimately over their life, you do see the troubles that right. money and walk, la- walking in a lack of integrity does cause.
0: Right. People. Right. Yeah, kind of like you see, like, uh, this, is, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm stepping aside from biblical truth here, okay? okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you'll it's like gonna watch it. It's going to be a soccer challenge. No, 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 I it's not soccer, although I could go there, because a uh, Russian <laughs> oligarch um, owns Chelsea Football Club.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> but, um yeah, we're all for Russian oligarchs yes, here on not, the Calvary Life we're not opposed Podcast. To that. We're just saying the ones that
1: organize crime. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like,
0: uh, you watch, like, a mafioso movie, right? Like, yeah. an old, like, mafia movie or something, and there'll be doing so they'll be rich and they'll have it all. But then it's like their son or their brother yeah. gets killed by somebody and yes. some vengeance thing. And like, that's not, you don't want that. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's so it's a reap what you sow sort of issue. I think that reap what you sow is a good, that's a good way to kind of think through some of this. Yeah. Um,
1: Jim Carrey, the actor, he has this famous quote of saying, I wish everyone could get rich and famous. Just to see how mm. terrible it actually is. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and speaking from a guy that, you know, know. experienced that, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think this idea that, oh, the rich and the powerful, the wealthy, the beautiful, the famous have it all together. And somehow God's blessed them. Well, there's a lot of loneliness and despair yeah, in a lot true. of those places. It's true. And on the opposite, being generous, whether it's with, yeah. you know, you make. $2 or you make 200000 Yep. There's just such joy. And we have thought you can come up about that last week, joy and generosity, right? Yeah, exactly. And
0: giving yourself away. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's an interesting thing to think about, because like with the tithe, if you just make it all about the tithe, it does sort of like feel like there has to be more than that in the sense of like, it needs to be something that is like in that sense of being a cheerful giver, or sometimes it's, sometimes it's giving till it hurts a little yeah. bit till yeah. you feel it. And I do think, you know, being a person that doesn't make maybe as much money as like a lot of super rich people or whatever, but you think, um, man, the person making forty thousand dollars a year, right? What's uh, what's what's ten percent of that, Matt? Just kidding. Cover the one, <laughs> divide by two. Cover the one. You said cover the one. <laughs> no, but it's four thousand, right? So four thousand for somebody that makes forty thousand. Feels harder to me than, you know, 4 million for the person making whatever, you know, 40 million. Sure. Like, that's just, you know, like, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. And like, should, should you, should you have to feel it? Cause it's like, man, real decisions about whether you can. You know, I don't know what I, I actually don't know what the Bible says about that. I mm-hmm. don't. Th- I don't think the Bible yeah, says give until it like hurts. In
1: the NBA, they'll find a player. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Something for <laughs> what happened, and it's yeah. like forty thousand yeah. dollars. like forty thousand dollars. But then you look at their salary, and it's like <laughs> forty million. Yeah, that would, <laughs> it doesn't quite hurt as much. No,
0: it doesn't hurt at all. They're yeah. just happy to be able to like wear those yeah. shoes that aren't like so regulation. I think
1: the principle is yeah, push yourself and. and And yesterday, Bob had this diagram that said stress, that money can bring such stress. Mm -hmm. The goal is to move to blessed. Mm -hmm. And then I love that third category. Mm -hmm. It was stretched. Yes. And I think that's something that we all could grow in. I know I could grow in to stretch myself, not as a means to earn God's blessing, not as a mean to earn grace but as a way to live fruitfully and joyfully and free. Yeah. Free from just the bondage, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. That's what it's about. So I had a story yesterday.
1: I mean, I'm sorry, um, last week. Um, there's been a homeless guy walking around kind of Calvary perimeter over the last month or so, and I've just watched him kind of go downhill. Um, okay. Maybe some of you have seen him on your way to here to church. He kind of hangs out the 7-Eleven down the street on Tustin Avenue, And his uh, black pants are shredding and ripping. Mm. Uh, Half the time, he's not wearing shoes. Mm. His face is just completely dirty. He just looks lost and scared and hurting. Mm. And so um, I've been passing him the last few weeks, and I just finally felt last week, it's time to do something. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what can I do? Well, his pants are all shredded. I was like, I'm gonna go get him some pants. Mm. And I felt like, I can't say it was an audible voice, but I felt like God said... Give him your best jeans, Oh. and it's like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't have that many. I don't. They're I don't probably super them. skinny, tight <laughs> jeans too. So I don't, I know, don't if he, know. I don't know yeah. if he wants those jeans. I was,
0: I was actually <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that.
1: Um, so I felt uh. that though, and then it was like, and give him your best shirt, hmm. and give him your Nike shoes, and <laughs> I kind of went home. I was like, um. I think I need to do that. I think that's a way that not, I didn't know the language at this point, but I need, God needs to
0: stretch me. Mm-hmm. Was it one of those and, polos with that stripe across <laughs> the top that you like lately? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I'm sorry. it's yes, a serious yes, story. I'm sorry. So, Keep going.
1: so I put stuff in my car. Yeah. I drove around Santa Ana for the next hour. I couldn't find him. Like I just seen him and I couldn't find him. I was like, okay, well, I passed the test, right? Yeah, like yeah. God like spared me. Um, but no, I need to like do this. So I left it in my car and the next couple of days I was looking for him just on my normal driving around and I found him mm. last Thursday
0: and you had the stuff in the I car had the still? stuff in
1: the car. Yeah. So, um, I got out, I brought the stuff to him and he was laying down on the sidewalk of Tustin Avenue and I kneeled next to him and I just said, try to be as humble as possible. It's kind mm-hmm. of an awkward moment, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Hey sir, um, I have this for you. I just want to give you this. And he looks up. And he said, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't know what to do. So I grabbed my stuff and I walked back to my car, kind of shocked. Like that wasn't how the story was supposed to end. I'm like, I'm going to try one more time. So I walked back up to him and I said, hey, no, there's no strings attached to that. Because I think that's a lot of our generosity. People Mm -hmm. ultimately think, oh, there's some some Mm -hmm. angle, angle here, right? Like if you... If I receive this from you, then you're going to speak into this in some way. Mm -hmm.
0: I got to join your cult. Yeah, yeah. And so I go,
1: there's no strings attached to this. I just want to give it to you. I think God told me to give it to you. I don't know if that freaked him out or what, but he goes, I said no. (laughs) And so so I put this stuff away. But I don't know. Was that just God saying, Matt, I want to test your generosity? Right, maybe. Or is this just chapter one in a bigger story? I don't know. I guess more to come.
0: Yeah, more to come. I mean, bottom line, he might not like your style. <laughs> I mean, if we really... <laughs> Can we talk about the shirt? Like, what was the shirt? What was the shirt? Was it, it like a button-down, like a white button-down? I'm trying to think what would be like my favorite shirt or like my best shirt. It was... <laughs> was it an Oakland a was... shirt? No,
1: it was, it was black Nike running shoes. It was um, like... Blue, not jeans, but like um, stretch pants. Stretch pants. <laughs> no, they're like, they're like, they're nice. Hmm. They're like nice,
0: like pants. Like joggers?
1: Uh, no, they're no? like nicer than that. They're okay. like, uh, I don't know.
0: I'm get, I'll look them up. And then it was a denim shirt. So oh, okay. It like, but it was, yeah. It's, so he wanted, you wanted him to live in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and I did not rehearse this. This is going about as well as I thought it would. Uh, this poor guy, how old but, is this guy, I think? I don't know. 30. Oh well, see, there you go. He's a millennial. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay, any millennials
1: listening to this? If if you could find your best outfit in in, uh, in your closet.
0: Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I just thought this felt like a fun time to no, poke at you, perfect. but <laughs> but I do love. I do think that there's something huge in you responding to the nudge like the nudge from God. Right. And like a lot of times we'll feel that nudge and we'll either, I mean, it could be out of fear, awkwardness or greed is what, you know, some of the reasons why we don't respond to that in that moment or, and greed might be even a little strong. It's like, well, I like my jeans. They fit good. Like, can I just buy him some other ones? You know, like that's, I feel like I would be talking to God in that moment. like, ah, these are all just like, you know, these are broken in. Right. (laughs) That kind of a feeling. But, um, Interestingly that then, you know, so that you got to the point though of responding and, you know, whatever the thought that counts, you know, it's the thought that counts kind of moment. I don't, you know, I don't know. It also could be a moment of like, well, what does he actually want? Yes. Uh, kind of moment or need. So that There's also all sorts of mental health issues. here. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I think, I think there's definitely some mental health issues going on with this guy, but, um, I thought about that actually a day later. I Mm. thought I never, I said, here's what I have for you but I never asked him, what do you need? Mm -hmm. And I think part of generosity is not only just thinking what's generous for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) or what, but what, what could actually somebody be blessed and receive? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting note, huh?
0: Mm -hmm. You know, that was something that Jesus did actually, right? We had, um, a couple, some retreat days last week and Aaron Holm, who's has a few roles here, but one of them is spiritual formation pastor. She gave us, a sort of a listening exercise or like a a prayer exercise that was around this blind Bartimaeus story. The story of Bartimaeus crying out, crying out, crying out. And then Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Hmm. Like, what do you want? And it was actually, and she said like, I want you to listen to that question from Jesus. Like, what do you want? Um, And it was like, what do you, and it was almost like a struggle, like, Lord, I don't know. What do I want? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, what do I want you to do for me? If like I had you in front of me right now, mm-hmm. but it's cool just to this point of like, that's what Jesus did for him. Yeah. And he, so he says, I want to be healed and he heals him. Right. Yeah. Which is right. amazing, but it's a good lesson for us. And to, but. Just a, I mean, it's awesome what you did. It's not like a negative on what you did. <laughs> no, but it's cool. No, but it's a, it's an additional
1: thought that as we <laughs> yeah. grow in generosity, as we allow God to to stretch us to say yes to the nudges, mm-hmm. I think there's some learning that happens in mm-hmm. that. Of, okay, well, how do we practice this in a way that is a good steward, mm-hmm. not just kind of throwing money out, but like being intentional for yep. kingdom impact. Um, but then learning too, like, oh, this yeah. is the best. Yeah this is the best question to ask even yeah. maybe, in what we say.
0: There's a guy kind of that his actually, his name's Kenneth. He's um, a homeless guy kind of more because you, you, we're both kind of driving from like different right. like, directions to yeah. church. <laughs> and so I'm, uh, I'm the other way down Irvine Boulevard and there's a guy who's got kind of like this long hair. He's usually got a shopping cart and my wife B is really um, like, befriended him in some ways and tries to help him. And she's tried to buy him some stuff here and there. And some of the stuff he has actually rejected some of the Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's sort of gotten to know now what he likes and doesn't like or wants and doesn't want. And he very much doesn't. He is a person that is out there that doesn't want, um, a place to live. Like he wants to be out there and, and he definitely has some mental health issues or whatever, but it's cool. Like I love how she's like sort of taking the time and like slowed down enough. I think that's my problem Uh that I don't slow down enough to be maybe in this appropriate generous like way. Um, So it's interesting thing, but You know, g- generosity applies to the whole joy of the Lord is my strength verse mm-hmm. too, right? Where it says, share with those who have nothing prepared. Mm-hmm. It says, eat the fat, drink the sweet, share with those who have nothing prepared for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so like a big, a portion of that is for us to, um, to share with others. Yeah. Right. And so that's where maybe even as we get into this, like generosity is not just our giving in church yes. or our tithes, our offerings, but or even giving to some nonprofit that we think is doing good work somewhere right. for the kingdom of God, but it's also just how to live generously. Yeah. It's both. Right. And right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, the, you know, you still haven't really pushed me on picking up the check where we talked about <laughs> oh, like yes. picking up the check on somebody's meal or whatever. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. You got off the <laughs> hooks. We had a, we had a staff lunch that next day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's being generous with our time, inviting people in. I mean, if you think about it, the triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, invited us mm-hmm. into relationship mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Everything in the Trinity is perfect. Yep. Perfect unity, perfect fellowship, perfect love. There was nothing they needed from yeah. creation. And yet God in his mercy, his love, his grace says, I generously invite you into relationship. Yeah. And I think we should be the same. Yep. Who can we look for in our neighborhood, uh, in our own family or what? How can we generously invite people in using our gifts and, and talents to encourage, bless, yeah. build people up? And we're coming into a great season for that, right? It's gonna be, thing, well, Hobby Lobby already thinks it's Christmas, but you know, it's gonna be Thanksgiving and Christmas. We have an ability in this next season mm-hmm. to be generous yeah. and to care for people.
0: Yeah, that's actually such an interesting thing to think about generosity in because we I think we think about it as obviously money, time, talent, treasure, right? So our, t- our service of time, our, our gifts and our treasure. But like even the fact that somebody would just want our time, you know, or attention or even think about attention. Like, can you be generous with listening. Mm-hmm. Can you be generous by not needing to talk the most the next time you get together with somebody? But Whoa. you can just listen to them, right? Like Whoa. yeah, like generosity of attention yes. is something that's probably hard, right, these yeah. days or like be generous with affirmation. Yes. You know what something you're generous with that I totally don't do? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I notice I think you say happy birthday to every person on Facebook when it's their birthday. Well, like, is this of all, part of your like morning devotions? I may be the only person
1: <laughs> left on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that goes on it, but, uh, uh yeah, it's a little thing I do uh, yeah. just trying to, to connect, reach out.
0: To and then people. I'm just like, I have gotten to the point where I was just like, oh, there's too many, like, yeah, it's just too hard. Yeah. And, um, but you're super, I think that's a generosity of your time. Yeah. It's like, a little small thing. Yeah. It's a small thing, but it's like, but then I always, like, I think about it cause then on my birthday, it's like, oh, it's so nice to get that right. yet. It's like, uh, like when people are saying happy birthday on there, but then when it's like, I don't know, other people's, you're just like, oh, there's just like tons of people on here. Right. Most people have tons of Facebook friends, right, you know, like right. that kind of thing. Cause it's just sort of random stuff. And
1: but I, I think one way that you're generous, I'll just
0: throw mm. it right back at
1: you, is uh, you are you do a really good job, UNB, of inviting people into your home. Uh, I've just seen time after time of you just using your home to share meals with people, to have people there. If, your home feels very comfortable, and mm. I think that's that's something that maybe you just take for granted or it just kind of feels normal to you, but it's pretty rare. Mm. And so like even thinking through how can we be generous with yeah, affirmation, or just even inviting people into our space. Yeah. Sharing meals with people. It's huge. It's that huge. Is huge.
0: That is huge. That's funny. I don't actually feel very generous about that. I feel kind of <laughs> like, just want to sit by myself. <laughs> uh, okay. But no, I know what you mean though. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is like, I think to have your imagination stretched yes. when it comes to generosity. Yes. Like there's still like these like biblical commands and guidelines to do certain things of like giving of service of caring for others, but it's just, but how can you be stretched? How do you need to be stretched? And so maybe even if for you money is like, maybe you actually have a lot of money Mm -hmm. and it doesn't stretch you to give money. I mean, obviously you can give more to be stretched more, but you can also probably other areas. Yeah. yeah. Think Mm -hmm. about like a lot of times people with a lot of money, people are like, um, deferential to them or they'll like, yes. you know, they're always getting what they want. We'll help someone else get what they want instead yep. of what you want. Cause a lot of times you're probably getting whatever you want. Yeah. Well said, um, you know, and like there's, there's all sorts of examples and yeah. you might actually be really rich in relationships, but really poor in money. Yes. Maybe that person that's rich in money is actually poor in relationships. So how can you reciprocate that? And you know, how can you think about how yeah. to just be generous with what you are rich in yeah. maybe is a way to think about it. So this is a it.
1: good challenge for our church. Yeah. We want to be a church. Our value as a church is to be a generous church that when people hear about Calvary, they'd be like, Oh, that place is, is generous. <laughs> yeah. And what they give away, not for our name again, yeah. but for the name of Jesus to make his name known among um, our community and the nations. And then that really starts with the challenge that we have to individually then stretch ourselves, not just the church, right? Like, Oh, right. they'll do it. They'll be yeah. generous. Yeah, and I, yeah. I belong to them. So that counts, but it's like, <laughs> no, how individually is Jesus calling us to just give away ourselves?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I do feel this. It's interesting. Cause I, like, do you think this is bad pride? Like, I do feel like a sort of, I feel like it's a humble sort of good pride. Like when Bob was talking about how Calvary gives, you know, 30% of what comes in is like going out yeah. to either local or global, um, needs missions, stuff like that. Um, like I feel a sense of, um, I feel a sense of pride in that. Like, right. I'm glad that's who we are, I guess yeah. is what I want to want to say. Like, yes, I'm glad we're living that out Yeah, and not just, you know, cause it's kind of like anything. Like sometimes I think with giving even I'll have these thoughts and probably other people have these like sort of bad thoughts creep in, like, uh, okay, let's say, you know, let's, I'm just, it's hard. I want to like give like some sort of examples. Let's say I make a hundred thousand dollars a year total and I have, then I'm supposed to give 10,000 away. And then I think, ugh. imagine the, two insane vacations. I could go on with $10,000. <laughs> yeah, <Right. laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. Or like, imagine this, like that relief of a little bit of that struggle that I have, like at the end of each month or yes. whatever. But like, if I had that $10,000, like, mm-hmm. or, or whatever that is, like, mm-hmm. imagine the That's couple real meals out that yeah. you could have, like, I mean, not with all $10,000, not just a couple of meals out, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, and so then I think, yeah, you'd think here, like, oh gosh, imagine what we could do with uh, another million dollars a year here or something like that in, which is just global missions alone. Right. right. And, you know, um, but like, I'm not, I don't actually want that, but it's yes. just those sort of thoughts creep in, mm-hmm. you know, you could make the campus that much nicer. You could help our staff be paid, you know, a little bit better. You could whatever, but no, we feel called and we also want to obey yeah. to, to be able to do this. Yeah. And then
1: such joy
0: in doing it too. Right? Oh yeah. Like so
1: much more joy than we would get from what we think would bring us joy. Yeah. I and mean, that's the upside down kingdom. Yeah. In so many ways is like, oh, this will bring me happiness and contentment. Yeah. And then I get it and I'm like, what's the next thing? Yeah. But yep. then when I follow kingdom ways, generosity, Um, Mm -hmm. love, forgiveness, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, what I thought was over here actually is in the kingdom lane in a sense. And uh, I think that's a way that even as the church, we can just keep reminding ourselves of that. Cause I'm the exact same way. Like, oh, if I didn't (laughs) give this tithe, maybe I could buy that. F-150 truck I
0: really want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally. <laughs> Instead of the Jeep Grand Cherokee <laughs> you've had for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, uh, <baby. laughs> no, it's awesome. That's awesome. I, I think that's a good way to think. All right. I think it's time to move into the mailbag segment. Do, do, do. Podcast at org. Okay. I'm nervous for what. Um, we only had
1: one person. We had one person. Eight. Emails. Is that right?
0: Yes. Yes. What's a bot? He says. I don't even know if I totally know how to answer <laughs> so that question. So we
1: referred back to that, that we were worried. <laughs> we wanted to get some emails because we were worried that it's just bots listening to us, <laughs> like robots. Like out in the interwebs, there's these
0: robots that are like paid to yeah. give you likes and subscriptions and stuff like that. So we wanted to see real people. Yes. The second question is, am I in your book now? we talked about that. I'm writing about <laughs> joy. The Lord is my strength yes. book. Strangely enough, Curtis is also a literary agent who works in this field.
1: He might have a better chance of being in
0: the book than I do. He has a (laughs) he has a hundred percent chance. Okay. I, no, I did respond to him that he's the star of the book, but only if it's published by Tor, T O R, which is a fantasy science fiction publishing house. Okay. And since I'm really into fantasy yes fantasy science fiction, I'd like wow. to be published by Tor Publishing. Okay. I'm sure you knew all about that, though, I, right? First time hearing this. Yes. Matt, if you could ask answer this question, okay. I and mean, we're not going to do all of these, but okay. this question is this was another
1: email that was another sent email.
0: Where do babies come from? Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: that uh. <laughs> That's probably my second hardest topic to talk on uh, in church. I actually, yeah, exactly. You, you wonderfully assigned me uh, at the beginning of 2021 uh, in our um, in our um, was our Hebrews passage, our Hebrews uh, sermon yeah, series yeah. on on talking about sex and marriage and love and. Um, I ended up loving it. It was such, it was such a one. God just you really stirred You love sex it. <laughs> and love.
0: Is that what you're, what?
1: <laughs> God stirred <laughs> in me for that passage, that sermon. But yeah, I was dreading it when you gave me that assignment. So besides generosity, yeah, that would, that uh, the answer to this question would be my hardest other sermon.
0: And then the last one I'll read, there's more, but the last one I'll read is, can you guys do an interview with Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, we actually do that every week. Yes. Matt Doan is the spitting image when he had a mustache of Ted Lasso. Yeah. I had to get rid of the mustache.
1: Actually, it got rid of the mustache because I officiated a wedding last month and the, they requested that. They're like, you're not wearing your mustache. are you?" Oh, I'm like, oh. wow. I'm like, I'll shave it for
0: you guys. How do you like? OK, so deep down, can we get a little sense of how that made you feel about shaving it? No, like, like the fact that they did not want it. <laughs> They specifically requested for you to change an aspect of your physical appearance.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be the first
0: time? <laughs> Other than Marie.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, was good with it. All
0: right. All right. I mean...
1: Wait, what about you, a mustache? What about... you? See, you have a beard right now. You could make this a mustache in the next 15 minutes. So what if... What if you rock this? I what don't. It's, if, not it's not November. It's November coming up. No shave November.
0: Yeah, I've had the beard for a long time. I mean, I had goatee. Yes. Then I've had full beard. I have never had mustache only. Do it. I've okay. never been a mustachioed. Wouldn't
1: man. Wouldn't all of us listener love <laughs> love seeing Eric with the mustache?
0: No. <laughs> oh, I heard the listener I in think the background. It would be, great. be generous. Be generous with us. Oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If I get 100 unique emailers to email in it can't just be all Curtis Yates but maybe 100 uh, I don't even know if I'm willing to do this I think I can make that happen (laughs) yeah exactly I'm terrified 100 unique emailers request it on podcast at calvarylife.org and give $10,000 to Calvary. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's not God's blessing. It's just my mustache. Okay. We could do, what do you call those? Crowdsource funding or
1: crowdfunding? Or yeah, like that? a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah. yeah we could do yeah. one of those for getting you a mustache.
0: Okay. So that was 100. That's like, yeah, that's a lot of my ads. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then do we have
1: any uh, advertisements, promotions this week?
0: Uh, this week, we do not have any advertisements or promotions. Last okay. week, we had, at the, we had a mortgage. We had a refi had mortgage had a refi company. Uh-huh. And so he said he is now so rich that he's going <laughs> to he be. He doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need it. He's giving all of it to Calvary. No, <laughs> okay. That's great. So we're still looking for some
1: adverti- advertising. Yes. Um, yes. Out we, there.
0: Yeah. So we could get a little more advertising, maybe some uh, corner bookstore before Randy and Tammy retire. Yes. Which we announced at church, which is, Mm -hmm. uh, both sad and happy. You know, it's Mm -hmm. one of those moments in life where you're excited for somebody, but like, uh, just love them. Oh man. Amazing. Huge, huge part
1: of behind the scenes here at Calgary. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I'm sure in front. Yeah. I'm sure that they don't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter (laughs) because only Curtis Yates does and Kevin McMurtry, my (laughs) brother-in-law.
1: Okay. Actually though, I told you, so.
0: Um, Marie
1: listened to the last, my wife listened to the last episode. Oh, that was generous of her. That was very generous <laughs> and I was shocked and, uh, but also pleased.
0: Uh, that's awesome. It's, yeah. B is still only listened to the episode that my daughter Grace was on. So, Hey, you know, but I'm excited that Marie listened and I, I hope she liked it, but we'll see. We didn't really get any feedback. Maybe Marie, if you could please email podcast at Calvary 99 more to go. There you go. All right. This has been a good meandering conversation and, uh, we all generous people. Yeah. Be be generous. generous. Live sufficiently. Give extravagantly of your time, talent, and treasure. So thanks so much. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life podcast.